Headline News. It's four o'clock with Bernard Lim. I'm Michelle Martin. These are your headlines from Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. The Singapore Civil Defence Force, or the SCDF, will introduce enhanced measures against ragging, including metal grating across pump wells, stiffer penalties, a 24-7 helpline and CCTV coverage. Currently, SCDF full-time national servicemen, or ORNs, face a detention sentence of up to 40 days and a demotion in rank. SCDF regular officers are disciplined under the Public Service Commission disciplinary framework and can be fined, demoted or dismissed. These penalties will now be extended to officers who are found to be aware of such activities but did not attempt to stop or report them. All newly appointed commanders will also have to undergo a training program communicating the expectations of command advice on how to detect and prevent such activities and how to identify vulnerable individuals. A consultant who approved the design and supervision of the construction works in the PIE viaduct collapse will be charged in court next Wednesday. Dr. Robert Arianto Tiadra was a subcontractor in the viaduct project. He will be charged for multiple counts under the Building Control Act and the Workplace Safety and Health Act. The expressway collapse killed one person last July. In addition, Mr. Leong Son Hon, a top executive from Calibre Consulting Singapore, also faces charges under the Building Control Act on the same day. The company was the accredited checker in the project. This brings the total number of people to be charged for a fatal accident to at least five. An automated pharmacy is among a slew of new facilities at the newly launched Pungol Polyclinic, making use of robot technology to help distribute medication to patients more quickly and accurately. With this move, medication will be picked up and packaged according to e-prescriptions or electronic prescriptions. These will be sent directly from doctors to the pharmacy. The move also means patients will no longer have to manually submit their prescriptions after appointments. On the whole, the automated pharmacy will increase processing volume by 50%. It will also significantly reduce the need for manpower, saving about 180 man-hours per month. It is expected to fully roll out in July. Other new facilities at the polyclinic include a community eye clinic and a research centre that focuses on primary care. A decision on mega-projects like the Singapore Kuala Lumpur High-Speed Rail will be made very soon. This according to Malaysian Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamad. The 350-kilometre railway deal between Singapore and Malaysia was inked in 2016 under previous Prime Minister Najib Razak. But Dr Mahathir has said that it will be revealed after his coalition was swept into power. The high-speed rail is estimated to cost up to 16 billion Singapore dollars and will cut the travelling time between Singapore and KL to 90 minutes. Dr Mahathir also announced that the Land Public Transport Commission, which led negotiations for the railway, would be abolished. Its tasks will be carried out by the Transport Ministry instead. Other mega-projects being reviewed by Malaysia's new government include the East Coast Rail Link, connecting the country's east and west coast to ensure that the deal was reached in a transparent way. Dr Mahathir added that the pay for Malaysia's cabinet ministers will be cut by 10%. The government will also review the search contract for the missing MH370 plane and may terminate it if it's not useful. In January, it agreed to pay US exploration company Ocean Infinity as much as 70 million US dollars if it is able to uncover what happened to the ill-fated flight. But Ocean Infinity's search vessel has already scarred 86,000 square kilometers 
launches of seabed in the southern Indian Ocean without success. These proposals come as the government is looking for ways to cut its debt of one trillion ringgit. Thousands of government workers in Malaysia will lose their jobs and state agencies will be dissolved as Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamad moves to curb spending and debt. The government will dismiss 17,000 contraction employees and reduce ministers' salaries by 10%, Dr Mahathir said in a press briefing after his first cabinet meeting in Putrajaya on Wednesday. Contracts, including those on for the search for aircraft MH370 and for the Singapore Kuala Lumpur rail, will be revealed, he said, without giving a timeline. Agencies, including the Regulator Land Transport Land Public Transport Commission and the Special Affairs Department, which is tasked with advising the state on maintaining public perception, will be dissolved. Thailand's Maya Bay, made famous by the film The Beach, will be closed to visitors for four months from June. This is to allow coral reefs to recover from rising temperatures as well as environmental impact of thousands of visitors each day. Up to 5,000 visitors head to the beach on Pipile Island every day, travelling by speedboat and ferry to Maya Bay, which is sheltered by 100-metre-high cliffs. Boats will also be not allowed to moor in the bay. Tourism receipts make up about 12% of Southeast Asia's second largest economy, but there's been increasing concern about Thailand's ability to manage its rapidly growing number of visitors and the environmental impact of mass tourism. This year, Thailand banned smoking and littering at 24 beachside locations over environmental concerns. China's pledge to buy more American goods as part of a deal to avert a trade war with the US has put Germany on the spot. As China's biggest European trading partner with a total volume of some 178 billion US dollars, 79 billion US dollars last year, Germany is first in line to suffer the impact of any reduction in business. German Chancellor Angela Merkel champions open trade and the multilateral system, knowing that China is failing to allow reciprocal access to its markets while targeting strategic interests across Europe. With a large group of uh, corporate leaders in tow, Dr Merkel plans to drive home Germany's demand for China to ease barriers on foreign investment when she meets President Xi Jinping in Beijing tomorrow. Fresh from a visit with Russia's Vladimir Putin, she's also expected to seek China's backing for upholding the Iran nuclear accord. Get more news at the Business Times and the Straits Times.